You are listening to the Wild Soul Podcast, a podcast for the wild ones. Join me, your host, Queen Namaste, as we embark on a journey to find our true north and our own unique path. From wild, inspired conversations to searching for life's hidden gems and meanings with a little dash of crazy in between. Because really, who doesn't want to dance to the beat of their own drum? guys what is up what is up happy hump day Woo! <laughs> my name is shannon i am your host for this wild soul podcast i'm a yogi want to be hippie and we just talk about all things wild here on this podcast so if it's your first time welcome to the show thanks for joining me and if it's not you're awesome thanks for coming back appreciate you all much love I have an amazing guest for you guys to meet this week and just wanted to apologize about it not coming up last week because last week I was in Bali and the Wi-Fi was shit. (laughs) Um, Really hard to get great Wi-Fi in Bali. So I just said, this must be a sign from the universe. I am just going to let it go and we will just restart next week so I can have a little bit of a break, which was great. Um, and I'll probably do an episode next week on my time in Bali and what I learned and if you are thinking of traveling there and what there is to do and all that jazz, sweet. That'll be maybe next week. I can't promise anything. We'll see how it goes. But this week is all about Jen. Lovely Jen. Jen and I go back, I don't know, a month. <laughs> we um, met in Bali and she is a fellow Canadian like myself and she's up to really great, amazing things. But we connected during our yoga teacher training. And yeah, she's one of the coolest souls that I got the pleasure of meeting on my Bali vacation. So we're going to talk about what she has been up to, what's led her to now, and all the great things that she has to offer you. And if you're into going on a retreat or helping out the environment, it's all amazing. <laughs> or if you are wanting more self-love in your life, she is the girl for you to talk to. Quick little side note, there's a ton of giggling, a ton of laughs in this episode, being goofy. Um, I thought I'd edit it out, but some of that. Uh, conversation. I just felt like keeping it super authentic and yeah, getting to know the real Jen and possibly the real Jen. So we're just going to get right into this episode because I'm super excited and she's super fun and I love her. Woo. (laughs) Here we go. Talking to Jen. Hey, Jen. Hey. Jen in the house. (laughs) You're gonna be all serious now. Hey. Um, Jen, Jen, what's your fucking last name again? <laughs> Is this real? <laughs> I can edit it, but yeah, it's real. Jen, what's your last name, Jen? Agostini. Jen Agostini. Close enough. In the house. Woo-hoo! Welcome to the Wild Soul Podcast. What's up, girl? Yeah, you know, just laying in bed with you right now. <laughs> in your boots. Over the sheets, over the sheets. Come on now. With clothes on, we're good. Yeah, well, you know. For now. Anyways. Hi, I'm so excited for this. Is this how you record all your podcasts? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so 
So, I mean, some of the podcast sound qualities aren't really up to par, and sorry, but until I get some of these sponsors, you know, just gotta then you're gonna do what I gotta the, do. The five star quality microphones, yeah, the little thing that's on top of it, you know, yeah. so it measures how close your mouth is to the actual microphone. Yes, so you don't sound blurry. Exactly. Yeah, and I'll have a studio too. Perfect. And the headphones. So. Not just a random homestay room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this is pretty good. This Wait, is good for now. you need more than this? No. This is amazing. I'm so happy to be here. Ubud is magical. Okay, let's talk about you. Okay. Okay, so how I usually start this is for those people that don't know who Jen is is Augustini Augustini <laughs> Gen A um Generation A okay for those that don't know Jen Augustini I'm like yo give me your 30 second elevator pitch but you can just say whatever you want to say it doesn't have to be a pitch <laughs> 30 second elevator pitch um I am so my identity is writer yoga teacher and Creator coach. Um, Yeah. Creator coach. So creator coach is kind of like a life coach. It is a form of life coaching. But I work with people uh, while calling them creators. So you are, if I'm working with you, for example, you are in charge of creating your own life and creating um, the life that it is that you're desiring such as one that's filled with more mindfulness, one that's filled with self-love, one that has more ambition or whatever it is that you are hoping to work on. But you are responsible for empowering yourself and creating all of this yourself. I'm just there to kind of like be that little key into the door, but you're what's on both sides of the door. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. You're like the wise guide on the outside. Well, no, you're (laughs) the wise guide on the inside, but I'm the one that asks you the questions so that you can discover your own wise guide. And I'm also like super new to this. So I've only been coaching for a couple of months now. Um, So I'm still trying to discover my little niche and stuff. Um... But a lot of the people that have been gravitating towards me and finding me are people that are focused on working with like self-love and mindfulness. So um, that's definitely going to be a direction that my niche takes, but I don't know exactly what it is yet. And you don't need to know exactly what it is yet. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. What was your life like before you decided to <laughs> coach people? They give me the, you know, the Coles and, yeah. Well, the DL Coles notes version. Like how much detail do you want? Well, like, like you know, I, okay, so what I was time were you born? born? St. <laughs> Michael's Hospital in Toronto, Ontario. Okay, so um, Canadian girl. At 10.21 p.m. on July 7, 1992. Aww. And uh, then <laughs> I, I cried a lot for about an hour. And then I chilled out for the next hour. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have any siblings? 
Oh my god, that's a very complicated <laughs> question, actually. Why? Um, because half siblings and stuff. I have like half siblings. My mom adopted a bunch of kids. I have a stepbrother. Oh my gosh, your mom adopted kids. What a fucking woman. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, she's she adopted a, she's you. An angel. She, she did. did not, <laughs> she did adopt me. Did she? Adopt, she gave birth to me. Did she adopt before or after you? After me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so she, like, knew she could have kids, but then she's, like, all adopt. No, she tried to have more kids after me, and then she had a couple of miscarriages, and then she adopted, well, she went to foster care, and then adopted kids, so I grew up with, like, a buttload of kids, like, coming in and out of the house and stuff. Oh my god, really? Mm -hmm. And, like, had to immediately, Uh not had to, but I chose to, like, treat them as siblings, like, immediately when they came in, because they just went through so much shit. And, like, why would I be, like, I, like, not treat them like a sibling? You know what I mean? Like, they were just, like, pulled away from their family. And, you know, for supposedly good reasons. I'm putting air quotes on that, by <laughs> Good reasons. Um, and they just need love, you know? Yeah. So, and then, um, I guess, kind of, like, leading its way into my life story. That is more than hour by hour. Um... <laughs> I went into social work as my, uh, for my undergrad in university and did that for less than a year before I changed my major because part of the reason I went into it is because I so disagreed with the way that children's aid, uh, works because it's like actually fucked up. Can I say fucked up? Of course you can. <laughs> you can fucking say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and, <laughs> and yeah, it was, I just don't agree with a lot of the things that they do, nor do most people. How much time do we have? Don't even look at the time. Okay. We have so much time. Wait, you don't agree with like the social, like. I don't agree with like the way that children's age, like facilitates itself um meaning like foster stuff yeah adoption like they stuff? just do a lot without getting like too political the way that the system is worked is it makes like they've convinced themselves that it's that they do things in the way that they do things because it is best for the children it's not like mm-hmm. they like are almost like fucking up their lives like even more by i don't want to like yeah it. yeah but it's like i don't agree with it Anyways, and then I realized that I wasn't, like, emotionally strong enough to... Or just, like, not not emotionally strong enough. I just, like, didn't desire to work in an industry that I didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. And so I changed my major and pretty much had, like, a meltdown of, like, what the fuck am I going to do with my life? <laughs> and then I ended up... there. <laughs> I ended up deciding to just... Uh, uh, go for a, a degree that I was interested in and not so much like looking for, okay, I'm going to do this degree so that later I can get a job in this. So I changed my major to communications and media and wrote like probably about 50 million papers and then and loved it, graduated, worked in advertising for a year and a half and then was pretty much like, I don't want to do this despite the fact that my company was awesome and everything and like these people, even though I quit, like, over four years ago are still supportive of me and my journey, which is great. And then I moved to the West Coast and that's where everything kind of flipped and went crazy and crazy good. Crazy good. Yeah. Like I just like, you know, quit my job, 
freaked everyone out. Like everyone by my family, my dad's like, what are you doing with your life? Like you're not, no, my dad was very supportive, (laughs) but he definitely had a moment of like, oh shit, like you're quitting your career and you're moving to a surf town. Like what's happening? And uh, yeah, and then I. Isn't that funny? Sorry to interrupt. No, interrupt. I'm almost bored of my own story. No, it's super interesting. But I just wanted to like, oh my god, that was funny. Continue the fact that it's like, isn't it funny? Like when you just go out of the matrix, people freak the fuck out. And it's like all they've ever known. But like, really, why is it such a freak out when you don't want to work a fucking nine to five? Yeah. And stay in a box. Yeah. It's scary for people. Yeah. Because it's like there's no security in having like the lifestyle that... I mean, there is security, different kinds of security in having like this lifestyle of, you know, no... Like I didn't have any sick days or vacation <laughs> days or things like that. I mean, I did get a 4% vacation pay, which, you know, gives you like 300 bucks at the end of... <laughs> wow. Six months of working in a restaurant job. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's, like, it's funny trying to, like, condition yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you've, like, in for my my dad's, um, uh, for his, like, kind of being on his side, it, it makes sense that he has had, because he's had, like, 50 years or six. Wait, how old is he? Oh my god, he's like 60, 60 years of <laughs> My dad's old like that too. Sup, dad. Sup, dad. He's old my like that. My dad was born in 51. Yeah, my dad was born in like 58? Uh, in the 50s? Yeah. Yeah. It's a long time. The world was different back then. My dad still doesn't know how to turn on a computer. Really? <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't have a cell phone. What did he pretty, use? Uh, the house phone. People still have house phones. Yeah, my parents still have a house phone. Oh my god, is it one of the ones where you spin the thing to like dial all the numbers? Uh, that we used to be at my grandma's house. No, we have a real fucking like portable phone. So mm. there's that. But okay, so is anyone even gonna listen to this podcast? <laughs> You'd be like, I'm bored. No, 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 no. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> So you went to Tofino and then everything went crazy. How so? Or wait, did you go to Tofino? Did you say that or just the island? You said Tofino. I said Tofino. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I went to Tofino and then I just like became, you know, it's kind of like that very cliche line. I have no idea who said it. Um, where you have to become super lost before you become found. Yeah. I heard this. Or I think it might just be more of a concept than a quote. Yeah, I'm just, I don't think you ever get lost. Like, you're already... What is that other quote where it's like, you know, you're not fucking lost. You don't have to find yourself. They're already here or something like that. Did you ever hear that? Um, not about finding yourself? Yeah, but I don't agree with that. You don't agree? You think no. people don't know who they are? Yeah. But, like, what, we could get... I know people don't know who they are because I didn't know who I was. Does Unless I'm the only person still... on the planet that at some point didn't know who I was. Well, like, do you, does anyone ever really know who they are? I mean, like, we get super deep and be like, what is it? Who am I between two thoughts? Like, am I, am I this body? No. I, <laughs> I mean, you have a body. No, you, you, capital Y, you are not this body according to a number of different um, spiritual beliefs. But, I mean, of course, like, this is all subjective, right? Like, these sorts of, of chats you can have for hours and like really um 
have like so many differing perspectives on it Mm -hmm. because like I think that one of like the the um like ideas or like concepts that I really like to follow for this sort of thing Mm -hmm. is uh like the the koshas like talking about the five the five layers that we go through to reach the fifth layer being the Atman or soul. So going through mm-hmm. like the physical body, the breath body, the mind body, the wisdom and intellect body, and then entering that soul. And you have to kind of like go down through each of these layers. Each of these layers are part of you, but the, the true you, capital Y, you that people talk about are the, is the soul, that Atman, that very center point. Um, yeah. Wait, how do we get on this? Because you were talking about being <laughs> being lost before you're found or whatever. Yeah. So, like, let's say you lose, like, when you completely lose who you are. Yeah. For I'm talking for myself and my own experience. Yeah, I say this. of course. Um, you, like, barely even know yourself on the surface level, you know? I maybe knew myself a little bit as far as, like, physical body but I had no idea who I was as far as like you know my life force body or my breath body or my mind body or like I mean never minds like my wisdom uh, yeah they are useful in getting to know yourself you know so you got to know yourself in Tofino how well part of it was in Tofino I think I like I went to Tofino and then I went to Australia and then I went back to or and then I went to India so you so you so you started in Tofino and then you're like I'm just gonna explore the world and just like I knew travel. I was gonna explore the world when I was in Toronto still I was like I want to go to Australia and then I was <clears throat> standing in this bar mm-hmm. with um, my best one of my best friends Lily who is now one of my business partners and yeah so I was standing in this bar with Lily and she was just like you should just move to Tofino for the summer and figure your shit out there because I was telling her like how how just unfulfilled I was in my job in advertising I was working like 80 hours a week trying to pay off student loans I was like 22 it just like was not a fun I mean, it was fun. I worked really hard. I played really hard, but it, like, it wasn't a fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. And then when she said, "You just go to Tofino and figure your life out from there," I literally in like a minute was like, "Okay." <laughs> and within like a month, had a job and everything, and then decided to go out out there. And then at the time, I like didn't teach yoga or anything. I didn't start teaching yoga until about three years ago. A little less than three years ago, and um, yeah, then I started teaching yoga when I first when I took my first trip to India, and then I moved back to Tofino after going to India, and was back with some of my old friends and kind of this lifestyle again. But then again, quickly like dropped into this space of like being a little bit more focused on how am I going to take care of myself financially than how am I going to take care of my mind or myself spiritually? And I had dropped into this space of taking care of myself financially by working at this really amazing restaurant and making like a very generous amount of money. And a plan that was supposed to be only for a summer ended up lasting for a year and a half because 
like the money was good the restaurant was great my friends were all there I ended up seeing started see I ended up seeing a man and of course when you meet um lovers it like always makes things feel a little bit more like it it you know it plays with that serotonin in your brain it plays with these like different chemicals in your in your brain and it it's like a drug you know when you're in a relationship it's it's like even if it's healthy i mean <laughs> i've probably never really been in a healthy relationship so i don't really this is why i'm not a relationship coach <laughs> there's a difference <laughs> Um, this is why I coach a lot on self-love because I know how to do that and that I've had a lot of practice with. Um, but yeah. And so I was in this like relationship, AKA addicted to this drug and, and doing all these things that again, like weren't really making me feel that stoked. And I was watching as my um, meditation practice started going down and I was watching as my commitment to teaching yoga started digressing a little bit too and like as much as I don't even I like I don't want to admit that it just like it's not like I was not interested in it anymore I was just like not interested in myself anymore and I was just losing again who I was so I had done all of this work when I had gone to Australia and India and everything and I went back to Tofino which was a place that really like nourished me for a while and then was like lost again and this this being lost slowly came about. I mean, for a number of, of different reasons. A little bit was like work-related and the dynamic that was like there between me and my old boss and stuff, which was very much worked through. But um, it also like, it just wasn't very, uh, it wasn't a very healthy relationship. It wasn't unhealthy, but it also was unhealthy. And so then that put with the love relationship and everything else. And then so a year ago from right now, I was, when was that, June? I was like very much lost and like had no idea what I was really doing. I knew I loved to write. I stopped writing. I knew I loved to teach yoga, but at the same time, like I just wasn't finding that ambition for it that I used to find in it before I started dating this guy. And then... Mm. I just kept getting this call to go back to India <clears throat> and it was like getting louder and louder and louder and then eventually I was like okay I've saved enough money to make me feel comfortable and to allow me to do things for however long is coming up like the next year or two depending on how I fund myself and then as my as I started to get closer to this trip, I started to like understand some of the deals that I was making with myself. Um, one of which being, I will never do something I don't love ever again. Like when I left my job in advertising, I left it because I wasn't fulfilled. And then a couple of years later, I found myself in another job that I don't feel fulfilled by that I'm also doing like more so for money than anything else. Mm -hmm and yeah it was a fun job and the people were great and everything else but like you can't just like do a job forever because it's a fun job and the people are great and the money's good like that doesn't feed your soul mm. for and again this is like me talking about my own experience and um so when I made this deal with myself of I will never do something I don't love again I took it pretty seriously 
And then I like broke up with this boyfriend who I later discovered um, suffers from depression. Like now that I take time to reflect and stuff like on our relationship and I'm definitely not a depressed person and he was very like turned off of spirituality and like refused to even be open to meditation which is fine if you don't want to meditate and I would never force anybody into meditating but in my eyes like when you are committed to somebody and when you're with somebody for like a year like, wouldn't you be curious about the thing that they spend time doing every single day? You know, just like even even curious to like talk about it and learn about it. But um, I mean, he has his reasons and stuff. Uh, his his family was like very religious, and I guess it like turned him off of any sort of form mm-hmm. of group following. Yoga included in that, even though I had a lot of. <clears throat> things to say about how much I disagreed with his view on yoga but um yeah and so that I, I left everything and went to, back to India and stayed in India for a little bit but wasn't finding that same like I don't know fulfillment that I was discovering the first time that I was in India. The first time I was in India, I spent six months there. It was intense. I arrived there right after, or right before demonetization happened. So pretty much my entire time in India was during their money crisis, which was, if you look up demonetization, it was like very, a very full-on time in Indian history as far as like, uh, just the way the country was having to, to handle themselves. And people were, like, there would be lines up for the banks forever just to get out money because, like, all the old money notes were no longer of any value. And it was just, it was, like, a whole issue. Yeah, demonetization, look it up. Hmm. <laughs> um, and so I wasn't really feeling this, like, same fulfillment, the same pull. And... I went back to Rishikesh and Rishikesh is kind of like my safe zone and it was great. But then I was kind of like, oh man, like I just, I'm planning on being here for Christmas and New Year's and I'm planning on doing another Vipassana, but like I, I just, it just doesn't feel right. Like it just didn't feel right, even though I had planned all this stuff. Mm. So then I called a friend of mine, Leela, and was like, girl, and this is a friend from Australia. And I knew she was in Thailand. And I was just like, what are you doing for Christmas and New Year's? And she said, oh, you know, just hang out in pie and blah, blah, blah. And um, like X, Y, and Z, hanging out with my friends and everything. And I was just like, can I come? And she was like, of course you can. Like, come be with my tribe and everything. It's going to be awesome. And... I was very emotional at the time, so I said to her, like, can we wait, like, a month before I tell you for sure? And then when I tell you, like, that will be when it's, like, I've decided. And she's like, yeah, 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 no worries. And I was like, I just want to make sure I'm not flowing with emotion. I'm flowing with, like, actual, like, following my intuition. And at this time, because I had a lot, like, going on internally, I was... And I was feeling quite lost. Um, 
my fickle mind was quite loud. So it was very hard for me to make a decision. But going to Thailand never felt wrong, even though it is not a place I was ever really interested in going to. And so I thought about it. Every day I kind of came to this thought of like, should I go? And every day the answer was yes. So then I ended up going to Thailand. And I was in Pai with her for about a month. And during that time, I met my now mentors, Kyra and Kaylin, who own this company, Selfcraft. <laughs> That's a plug-in. So selfcraft.com, Google it. <laughs> um, and they... I just like met them as as Leela's mentors and one thing led to another and now they're my mentors and I have been doing their coaching program for the last like four months. Yeah, four months. And um, now I am moving to Thailand at the end of this month to work for them um, to do some collaboration through different pro- projects and to get more like proper one-on-one in-person mentoring from them so I can continue to build like my own company as a a life coach um, and slash creator coach entrepreneur Um, you know bringing in yoga teaching of course into that and uh, writing and then also Cairo does like business coaching as well so I'll take on some of that as well. So then it'll help me with this business that I'm making with Lily, which is a retreat business. Um, so we have Yay, a, a retreat. Yeah. You have a lot of stuff going on, girl. I know. <laughs> what is your retreat? So many things. <laughs> so many retreat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the yoga kind of comes into how we met each other because I didn't know you a month ago. Yeah! yeah. And we met at Ian Physicalology training. I know. <laughs> so awesome. Yay. But you only stayed for part of it. I know. I wish you because when you're an entrepreneur, you don't have time to just take a month off work. I know. It's like, I can't believe I'm taking two months off of fucking my life, but I needed it. So I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I haven't had all this, like, oh, I'm going to go to Fino and live there for the summer. And oh, I'm going to go to India and go everywhere else. Oh. Side note, have you done human design? Like that quick online What are thing? you? Yeah. A manifester. You're a manifester? Uh-huh. Cool. I don't really know what this means. Though. I don't really know either, but I'm a projector, so usually like shoving things down people's faces, it's not good for me. Oh my god, I'm not speaking a of shoving things, <laughs> I'm so stoked to try my yoni egg. <laughs> and I was thinking about it, I'm like, how am I going to get a yoni egg? I'm like, fuck, let me do this. Like, Dude, I'm so annoyed that I'm my period right now. I, like, really wanted to just shove it in. I just tried it. I have to wait, but then I'll just be, like, super fresh in a few days. Nice. You should keep this part of the podcast. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so I met you at yoga, and I just thought you were so cool. Oh, uh, what? Even, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how like, cool? <laughs> like, 12 out of what? 10. Yeah. <laughs> No way. Yeah, you were just like Why? like a little fairy. I felt like you remind me of like a fairy. Do you still think that or are you like <laughs> fuck? 
Yeah. I should have never become friends with this. No, no, no. I love you. You're so yeah. I don't want to say cool. I've noticed that I say cool on this podcast way too much. It's funny when you start listening to yourself. It's like wow. I say like twenty million fucking times. Oh my god. (laughs) I was becoming aware of that as I was talking just now. So and I say cool a lot as well. So I am gonna say a different word. How you make me feel? I like Um, the word cool. I know you're cool. You can say gruel. Gruel. I fucking love that movie so much. It's so good. What movie? Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you kind of remind me of like, you don't, you remind me of like someone who's stoned, but not stoned. If that makes sense. Like, people are like so chill when they're stoned and just like, yeah, man, like, blah. <laughs> I feel like that's what you remind me of. Like, your soul reminds me of that, like, all the time. And you're, like, peaceful, I guess, not stoned. Or, like, <laughs> peaceful, peaceful, loving stone, human. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I used to be quite a stoner. I'm mm-hmm. not anymore and haven't been for a little while. But um, maybe the stoner tendency just stuck with me. <laughs> maybe yeah. not. Maybe I'm just at peace. Or maybe I'd pretend to be at peace. To just fuck with people. (laughs) Maybe all of the above. But, yeah, you are doing retreats, though. So Yeah. Fuck the nine to five. Fuck it all. So the the friend friend who influenced me to go to Tofino, Lily, she was like, when I left for this trip, she was like, dude, find a place that we can do retreats. And it was kind of just like the little seed that she planted. And I was like, okay. And then I guess like four months into the trip, I called her and was like, dude, I found a place to do retreats, to do a retreat. We can do multiple there, but ideally we want to do different locations every time. And, um... Yeah, and I, I called her, and we pretty much set up a meeting to talk about everything, like, two days later. And ever since then, her and I have been investing anywhere between, depending on the week, five hours to, like, 40 hours a week into preparing for this. Wow. And so what's this retreat going to be about? So what I'm bringing to it is personal development in yoga, and she's bringing environmental and sustainability development. Oh my god, so awareness. sexy. Yeah, so... Ugh. Ugh, is it women only? So if you want to be a sex babe, then come to our retreat. <laughs> is it women only? No, it's... We don't want to, like... So that's something that we're pretty firm on, is that we don't want, like, any type of person... Not that women and men are necessarily types of people, but we don't want, like, anyone to feel that they're not included in this because this is ultimately like the demographic that we are after are people who are open-minded open-hearted and ambitious and give a fuck about themselves and the planet and so what we're designing is daily meditation slash yoga classes um that's a that's an a gen thing and um i'll also be doing three personal development workshops and then Lily will be doing five environmental and sustainability workshops and we're bringing like what I'm teaching what she's teaching the way that we're designing the program is so that it kind of like evolves together so that like whatever you're kind of learning from me you can also apply to what you're learning from her and 
we're making this like really big on community as well fuck yeah because there is so much that you can gain from community work and basically like coming out of this retreat it's not like just like you just finished a you know like just another retreat it's like you have you've come out with this community and with this community of supporters Mm -hmm. like lily and myself included in this support team and um yeah we basically just like our 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 mission is um transformation and healing from the personal to the planetary because you got to help yourself before you can help the planet and when you help the planet you're helping yourself i fucking love that say that again (laughs) say it again sister transformation and healing from the personal to the planetary because when you help yourself you help the planet and when you help the planet you help yourself but you gotta help yourself first before you help the planet (laughs) i think i said it better the first time (laughs) yeah it's called sea awakening c like s-e-a awakening and when is this happening so at sea awakening on instagram.com instagram.com at sea awakening on instagram when is the dates um, so it's Where is it? December 8th to 14th. December, Christmas time. Ballsy. Yeah, so if you want to give yourself and your loved one a nice little couple's getaway, or you and your best friend, or just you alone, or you and your <laughs> sisters, or you and your mom and your grandma, or you and your dad and your grandpa, or whatever the fuck you want. Anybody. Yeah, everyone's fucking invited. All... <laughs> All ages, everything. We do have a limit of twenty four people, um. So and that shit's gonna get it up. while it's hot. And we also have early bird prices. Oh my god, amazing! Um. So yeah, we just wanna because part of the reason too we implemented early bird prices. We're hoping that people like sign up early so that we can arrange like all of the all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Nice and early. Very cool. And it's in Mitagama, Sri Lanka, South Coast. And uh, if you have any questions, see Awakening, S-E-A, Awakening, at gmail.com. <laughs> Personal self-plug. Amazing. Personal self-plug. There you go. <laughs> that sounds so cool. Oh, fuck. That sounds so rad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit that. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I think it's better if you leave it in. Okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you're just living your best life. Good I'm for trying. you. If, like, if, any, if you could give, like, one word of advice to, like, a lost 22-year-old, because I feel like we all go through that shit, or we're always, like, kind of, you know, you can lose yourself in a relationship or give so much to a person and, you know, stop doing the things that you love to do, like you stop meditating and yoga mm-hmm. because you're just so involved and invested in somebody else like looking back at it now in hindsight like what would you give your 22 year old self advice like what would that be Mm. can I tell a little story first actually of course okay so I worked at this bar because this was a huge turning point for me I worked at this bar in downtown Toronto and there it was kind of like a little small hipster bar and there were a lot of regular regulars there and there was this one regular named Pedro 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 I was just supposed to can I say his name but I'm just <laughs> um, hey, Pedro. and 
I wonder if he's still alive. What? I hope so. Well, he was like 60-something and like a pretty chronic like red wine drinker. Aww. Um, I'm sure he's still alive. Red wine is... Uh... <laughs> it was cheap to Cornell red wine. Do you know the brand to Cornell? No. Oh my god, it's gnarly. Oh, okay. This is a hipster bar, okay? We don't have a nice oh, red wine. Okay. Um, a 60 or 5 year old at a hipster bar? Interesting. Yeah, well, we had that demographic there. Oh, okay. Yeah, the 60-ish year old dudes. Okay. They're maybe an older, like 70. Anyways, so... Pedro shows up. Pedro shows up, and we're talking like we do every day, and he came up to me and said something that was pretty, like, full-on. And he asked me, like, what do you like to do? And it actually stumped me, because at the time, I pretty much, like, I had fallen out of doing yoga. I started doing yoga a few years prior, kind of stopped. Um, I was just working heaps and when I wasn't working I was socializing I was barely reading I was barely writing I just was kind of living the Toronto lifestyle Mm. and so when he asked me that I just felt kind of like I don't even really know how to answer this and then um, he and then as I kind of seemed a little bit stumped he interrupted my many thoughts that were going on and said, can I tell you what I think? And I said, yeah. And he said, I think that you are so aware of how beautiful you are that you are actually losing who you really are. And to hear him say that was really, really intense. And it was kind of like a bit of a slap in the face because it was true. And then he said to me again, what do you like to do? And I said, I guess I like to write, but I haven't written in a while. And he was like, okay, so when are you going to start writing again? And I said, um, and he was like, when you get home tonight? And I was like, uh, well, I don't know. He's like, well, then when? I was like, maybe tomorrow. And he's like, no, no, no when you get home tonight and he was wasted and if I have this like 70 year old wasted dude like pointing these things out to me that I like am too caught up in my looks to really know who I am and to acknowledge that he's correct there's some shit that has got to change right so I think that based on how much that story like that was I think the first um like tipping point for the start of this journey was this conversation with Pedro wow and um good job Pedro yeah he probably had no idea what impact he was having too I wonder if he even remembers the conversation yeah I wonder too we should call him (laughs) Pedro you can interview him on your next podcast (laughs) you know that's so true like own okay so my 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 first word of I'm sitting up for this. My first word of advice, words of advice are try not to worry about what it is that you need to do with your life and just do what really makes your heart flutter and do it with full force and full passion and do it like that is the thing that is going to bring you what you need in your life because it will if you do it that way, if you perform it that way. I never thought that I would be a yoga teacher. I never even knew what life coaching was. You know, like, 
Mm-hmm. I know, like to if if you backspaced five years and told me that I would be where I am right now and actually like being able to like afford my life, I would be like, you're full of shit. Like it would just be, but so I am here. I'm future you. <laughs> telling you that if you want to follow your passions and you want your passions to be the thing that you spend your life doing they can be it you know and then I and I hear and I see so much bullshit on Facebook all the time being like you can't make money from your passions like you like or you can't make money from like spirituality and I saw a post like that the other day, which was really bizarre. And well, it's like either whenever you say you can or you can't, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, of course, you're not going to be able to if you say it like that. But like people make, I have met on like this travel and I'm sure you have too, met people who make money doing things that you wouldn't even imagine, you know, and it's just kind of like. Like, make a fucking yoni egg if you want. <laughs> like, those are, those are like, skyrocketing. I bought three today for, like, the equivalent of, like, 70 Canadian bucks. Which apparently is oh a good deal. Oh, my God. Yeah, yoni eggs are going to be, like, a thing. Dude. They're going to be a fucking big so thing. So, if you need a market, <laughs> make a yoni egg. Oh, my gosh. Can yoni eggs sponsor this podcast, please? Oh, my God. Yoni <laughs> eggs. This is the fourth time we're bringing you guys up. We brought you up Wait, is Yoni a brand? No, it's like a thing. We need to look that up. We need to like plug in the brand, specific brand. Oh my god, so I got a rose quartz one. (laughs) Suck on that, bitches. (laughs) And the podcast there. Suck on that, bitches. Make me sound cool. You, I will. (laughs) Jen, you are amazing. Thanks. And you, you know how beautiful you are. Thanks. But you're leveraging it to your highest potential. Okay. <laughs> also, uh, retreat C Awakening. S <laughs> E A Awakening. Dude, it's actually gonna be the fucking dopest retreat. Oh, like man. five months sustainability, yoga, personal development, great food, all organic, all um vegan. If you want, we will make you a coffee with normal milk if you want that. <laughs> um beach right across the street pool right there yoga shala dope super awesome south coast mitagama sri lanka ajna that's the place i'm not talking about the third eye that's it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah babe where can people find you stalk you do you oh my god i always hear this at the end of podcasts and i'm like cool (laughs) no it's like full circle (laughs) um so figure your shit out how to spell my last name at <laughs> Jennifer Agostini underscore is my Instagram oh, handle. Damn, you're gonna make people fucking work for it. Well, can you add in? Aren't there like show notes? Yeah, show notes. Show I notes, always yeah. hear them talk about that. <laughs> there is um, show notes. And my website is jenniferagostini.com. Amazing. J M N I F E R A G O S T I N I underscore. For Insta, no underscore, just dot com for the website. <laughs> <laughs> I need yeah. a shorter name. Yeah. What were my parents thinking? No, I don't know. 
Like, 16 letters. That's your last name is 16 letters no, long? No, my first oh. name is 8, my last name is 8. Oh. <laughs> and my middle name is 7. Wow, 8, 7, and 8, what is that added together? 23, 5? 5, five. where did 5 come from? Plus 2, plus 3, you separate them? 5? Okay, what does that mean? Um, That's not my life number. No, it's not. What, do you know your life number? Yeah, I think it's an 8. Oh, an 8. I don't know what 8s do. Well, I'm a 3. Yeah. Apparently I have a very spiritual according to astrologists. Like my my thing is like very spiritual. You're very spiritual. My like astrology things. I don't know anything about astrology, but I think it's interesting as fuck. It is cool. We should learn more about that. It was so nice chatting with you and like of all the places we're in Ubud right now together. And we're just gonna go have the best time. We are. We just had coffee ice cream, which I think I think that's why we're yeah. I wonder if there was actually real coffee in that yet, because I'm like, why, yeah, are so, why are we so giggly and, like, laughing, and it's, like, fucking 11.30 at night, or, like, right? Because we're 20-something-year-old girls that just had coffee ice cream mm-hmm. after having pizza. And we bought yoni eggs. Cool. And we bought yoni eggs. You did. I need to go I bought a yoni them. egg. Rose quartz, bitches, <laughs> get your heart open. Feel me. Peace. Feel me. Okay, bye. You should end it with Rose Course Bitches. Rose Course Bitches. (laughs) Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have questions, feel free to hit me up. Or if you want to be on the podcast, find me at The Wild Soul Podcast on Instagram or queen.namaste. You can also find me at my website, www.queennamaste.com. Have a great week. See you next hump day. Bye.